Mike, 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 check one, two. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Versus. Welcome to Versus Unlimited. Now, we are going to get into this really soon, but not before we warm up a little bit with some Kai Cartier. I hope everybody is doing great out there, being safe. If you're wearing a mask, not wearing a mask, ah, it doesn't matter. I promise you're not a villain if you don't. But let's go ahead again. Let's get into it with some Kai Cartier. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Yo, we about to get into it real, real soon. We're going to let this ride out. It's a monumental occasion. This is versus number one, first episode. Let's go. Right there once again that is kai cartier with oh my gosh big vibe big vibe for that track right there that's also my brother you guys go ahead and look him up music is available everywhere where music resides on all your favorite streaming platforms for the free free you feel me but let's get down to business this is versus unlimited number one our inaugural episode, I am your highly blessed host and handsome host, Jay Versus. Okay, a little bit about myself. Now, I am a rap artist as well, expert conversationalist and social commentator and retired former provocateur on the internet. I can tell you that. Definitely retired that, that title a while ago, but super excited to be making this transition from YouTuber to podcaster. Finally pulling the trigger on this idea. I really feel like this is the best home for me and my personality, you know, a place for people like me. And when I say people like me, I mean people who are really long winded. I have a person that can't explain things in like a really concise way. You know, I, I have to have at least a minimum of like five minutes. OK, in life, I need at least five to get my, all my point across and that's why probably my videos on youtube are probably like on an average of 10 to 15 minutes long man you know i have a lot to say and in modern society that is probably like an eternity to people so at least in podcasting being long-winded is encouraged so really looking forward to it um not fully walking away from the youtube platform you know um I am proud to say that I did monetize my channel. Um, I just kind of burnt out with it. For anybody who's wondering, 
while I'm kind of just like making the shift of my primary. It just got burnt out with it, lost lost kind of the motivation for it because it wasn't getting the progression that I felt I was, made some wrong niche ideas and things like that. And uh, you know, I don't know, it's just, just been a really not successful grind. And again, like I said, I feel like podcasting is uh, the way to go for at least you know, the type of uh, content creator that I am, which is long form. But enough about me, though. Enough about me. It's Lover's Day, right? Valentine's Day. It is February 14th as we are recording this. Happy Valentine's Day or happy belated Valentine's Day to anybody that hears this that likes to participate in this holiday. Happy Valentine's Day to you. Shout out to happy couples, okay? Shout out to the married couples. Shout out to the parents who are dropping their kids off at the grandparents' house or at an auntie's house or anywhere else, you know, to get they freak on tonight, you know, to try to restore the feeling, you know, to get that feeling. Because uh, Lord knows, man, it's it's hard to schedule back shots when you have kids living in your house with you. I'm in a testament to this, okay? I've, I've felt the frustration of trying to get it in and, you know, just kids always being around. It's, it, it sucks, man. But also, shout out to the toxic couples, okay? Always keeping it toxic, even on Valentine's Day. You know, shout out to the singles. And and the biggest shout out goes out to my men out there who only get head from their wife and girlfriend on birthdays and holidays. <laughs> Congratulations to you, my guy. You made it to Valentine's Day. You've been a trooper. I hope it's everything you dreamed of. I hope the wait was real. You are the real MVP and hero. But but of course, though, I mean, that that is determined how much effort you do put in in your showcase for Valentine's Day. Right. And let's stay on that for a little bit. I, I kind of want to stay on that for a little bit. How unfair is it? How great a man's Valentine's Day is going to go is determined by how much content you provide for your girl to post on social media and show off to her friends and family about. Right. Isn't that messed up? Like this holiday is purely for women so they can flex on each other and they can flex to the world, you know, all their gifts and, and, and the, the romance, quote unquote. You know, there's not like a heterosexual male. And I can guarantee this. There is not a heterosexual male on this planet that looks forward to Valentine's Day, because why would we like why would we look forward to a day where we're expected to spend hundreds upon hundreds of dollars just to validate that we give a fuck only thing we have to look forward to is pressure to perform and if you don't perform then her lady hot pocket is not going to perform for you buddy all right that thing is going to be drier than a day old bagel i can tell you that right now and that might be the beginning of the end of some relationships for some people out here you know, it's crazy how a lot of relationships are really fickle these days, right? You know, because when you as a man fail to perform or rather than choose not to participate or forget to participate in such an event that is Valentine's Day, for a lot of women, that's a deal breaker. You know, because what happens for, for a lot of people, a lot of guys, is that she will tell her friends how you did not put out on Valentine's Day, right? And And trust me. They're not going to have anything good to say about you like at all. They'll probably spend 30 minutes ripping you apart, my guy, and saying how much of a bum they think you are. 
And after that, about nine times out of 10, I don't know, man, your, your stock has probably dropped with that woman, probably like 50 to almost probably like an 80% chance of, of negative reflection. Okay. Because a woman's friends, like if you don't get the approval from a woman's friends, most women, most girls, eh, you might got one foot out the door, my guy. And, and, and that's one of the worst things you can do as a man in Western society here in America. That's the worst thing you can do is not make your woman feel special on a day where women in relationships are supposed to feel special. Like you can't do that, man. Huge mistake. Huge mistake. You gotta, you gotta put something and you can't just not, not acknowledge her on Valentine's Day. And huge mistake, and I say this because these modern day women, they're savages, fam. <laughs> these women are savages, man. Like some some of these new age women act like they're an NBA organization sometimes, man. All you niggas is on 10 day contracts. All of about can 10 days, man. And and nobody's spot's safe. There is no solidified spot. They there are women out here replacing men quicker than a new pair of shoes that they get from the mall. It's, it's really insane. It's scary out there, man. It's really scary. And that's why I have to say that I truly am truly super appreciative that I'm in a healthy relationship with mostly a reasonable woman. Okay. Cause you know, she has her moments and, and who doesn't care about Valentine's day? Like she does not, we don't really like put too much emphasis on Valentine's day. And, and that's a beautiful thing. And that's the thing. Not every woman puts so much emphasis on Valentine's Day. It kind of seems like a lot of women are just like hyper focused on things like Valentine's Day. But there are women out there who honestly could care less, especially when you shower her with love throughout the year. So kind of like Valentine's Day is like eh, it's kind of like just another day to us. But uh, man, buddy, everybody's not, everybody's not as lucky. And I, I feel for. All of my guys, all my friends, all my guy friends, I, I just I just feel for them, man. Because for most women in America, it, it is a requirement. And you could choose to play ball or not play ball. If you not play ball, hey, man, you might lose one. I tell you that right now. But enough about that. I do want to, like, switch gears, though. I do want to change topics to the main topic that I do wanted to talk about in this very short episode. It's not going to be too long. Uh, I wanted to talk about this Joe Rogan cancellation agenda that has been slowly unfolding over the past going on. Nah, I mean, I guess, I guess you can say about a couple weeks now. You know, you may or, or may not know who Joe Rogan is, or maybe this is your first time hearing about him because of the recent headlines and in controversy. But Joe Rogan is arguably one of the most, if not most powerful like person in media right now there's not like a piece of media like show or, or competing podcast that comes close to garnering the viewership and amount of listeners that joe rogan just commands with the joe rogan experience you know i think the number if, if i'm not mistaken is like 11 million listeners per episode or some some crazy insane number like that there are major networks that don't do numbers like that, right? So it's safe to say that Joe Rogan has the biggest platform in the world. And very recently, out of nowhere, um, some, some old clips have surfaced with him saying, 
questionable things, right? One where it was a compilation of him saying the N-word and another clip where he said it looked like, I quote, Planet of the Apes. And that was into a reference of him being in the city of Philadelphia. And not just that controversy Joe Rogan is dealing with. There have been some music artists that have been trying to pressure Spotify to remove the Joe Rogan experience off of their platform because they claim he is spreading COVID misinformation and threatening to remove their music catalog from Spotify in protest of his podcast. Now, first and foremost, there's a lot going on with that. There's a lot going on, a lot of things surrounding Joe Rogan right now. First and foremost, I'm a black man. And as a black man, in response to the compilation of Joe Rogan saying the N-word, I got to say, I, I, I think it's complete bullshit. Like, I think it's some bullshit. And anybody can take clips from something, and especially from like a three-hour podcast. And ep- episodes are literally two-and-a-half to three-hour podcasts. Take all the t- context out of it. Just so the part that they want you to see so they can make you react in the way that they want you to react. And and to be honest, that, that is like textbook manipulation 101. The oldest manipulation trick in the book. Reality TV does it. Okay, the news media has been doing it for years. It's called editing. Okay, <laughs> it's called taking creative liberties. Like take out. A chunk of it and just get this part to where it will get the most reaction, most clicks or most most, the most whatever. Right. That is editing. And you can control people's emotions when you strip situations of full context and you're just making things reactionary. There is no no context. There is no conversation being had. There is not the full picture. You're just getting like a slice of the picture. Like imagine getting a puzzle and you're only getting like half the puzzle. You know, you don't even it's ridiculous but as far as the planet of the apes statement though joe rogan did not make an uh, well he did make an apology excuse me he did make an apology video and took accountability for his actions with saying that because right there honestly it's kind of it's kind of really no way around that right you know the statement was said there was no context that is going to clear that up it sounds bad it looks bad it is bad but he did take accountability for that and I did see the clip personally, and I can agree. It was definitely in poor taste, right? You know, it was not a great thing to say. But one of many hats, and, and if you're aware of Joe Rogan and know about his his history and his career, you know, Joe Rogan wears many hats. And one of those hats is him in his background in stand-up comedy. It's actually one of the first things he, he's actually got into when it comes to the entertainment industry, which is is stand-up. So he's a stand-up comedian. So he's he's always trying to be funny. And that's the thing about being funny. You know, you're always trying to be funny. You're always trying to be lighthearted. You're always trying to make jokes, even when you're not trying to really purposely and intentionally make jokes. You're still always trying to make a joke of something, right? Everything's going to come off as kind of a joke. But everybody knows all jokes are not going to be funny. Nobody's 100% funny. Every joke is not a tasteful, funny, well-thought-out joke, right? So everyone makes bad jokes at times. And no matter 
what the intentions is, no matter if it comes from the most innocent place, if it's a bad joke and it's worded wrong or or if it, it's executed wrong, wrong tone, anything like that, it can affect a person in such like a bad way. Right. But and and let's be real here. Everybody has made bad jokes behind closed doors and in personal conversations. We've all done it. We've all said tasteless, very bad jokes that aren't the funniest. Okay, but the only difference is, is, is just that you weren't caught on camera for millions of people to see and, and hear or watch back or, or find out and, and repost. And nobody's nobody. You haven't been caught. Right. But does one bad joke and I ask this question, does one bad joke really define a lifetime of Joe Rogan's character? Like, should it be that way? And in my opinion, it really doesn't take it for you what you want it. Take it, leave it. I don't give a damn. In my opinion, it doesn't. We unfortunately do live in a world when I mean, a world I, I am referring to America. We have this societal mentality of being pure and anybody else who has made a mistake like a, a normal functioning human being, you're supposed to be condemned from that, right? You're just supposed to suppose you're the worst person in the world. You don't deserve anything. You just should suffer, lose your, your livelihood, your, your job and everything like that. Oh, because you, you made a mistake, like everybody does on a daily basis, make mistakes, right? Like, like for like, if I made a mistake ten years ago, right? Using me as an example, if I made a mistake ten years ago, which I would have been, would have been like seventeen that long ago. But if I made a mistake and, and said one of the very many dumbass things that seventeen-year-olds say, and I put it on the internet and somebody found it today. They would call for J versus to, to be canceled, right? To, and they'll, they'll try to take my livelihood in a way. And unless I apologize, like there, there will be a mob. There will be outrage and, and whatever the case may be. Because, you know, when you're 17, you're a teenager, you say really stupid stuff and do stupid stuff. But you know what I would have to say to, to people like that? You know what I would tell them? I would politely tell you to go fuck yourself and go get a hobby. Like, go go find something else to do with your time. I'm not apologizing for something I said when I was a dumb 17-year-old. Unless you found a dead body attached to my name or a crime I committed that I kind of almost got away with, okay, you can miss me with the apology, like, apologize for, for old shit I said. Like, kiss kiss my ass, you know? How about that? actually kiss my black ass since it's black history month you know but look look i digress i, I digress Let, let's get back to it let's get back to joe rogan we have to understand something with this situation right that is unfolding earlier i said joe rogan is arguably the most powerful person in media right him being this gigantic in the media realm is very scary to a very specific set of people there are media corporations and interest groups that are very afraid of joe rogan these people are pissing in their pants because the most influential show in the world in the world is ran by an individual that they can't manipulate bribe or control in any kind of way shape or form 
Joe Rogan doesn't answer to the liberals. He does not answer to the conservatives. Unlike CNN and Fox News and every other mainstream media outlet, they all are tools of puppets serving either the liberal agenda or the conservative agenda or big pharma. But, you know, that's that that's 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 another it's another conversation for another day. And, and and that's the very reason why we are seeing this smear campaign happening, trying to ruin his public credibility, because, you know, I read a lot. Right. I, especially about psychology and, you know, the way the human brain thinks and some business practices and things like that. The way to control a population in modern time is through media. Whoever controls the media controls the people. That's how the math works. Thus, at that point, you can sway the public opinion about any individual or any any any, any entity, excuse me, or wh- whatever you have you. Wh- whoever you want to attack, target, take down, you can use it by way through the media and destroy their their public credibility, or at least put it in question, right? And the people behind the scenes, the interest groups and things like that, they all know this. They know that's the equation. But the thing is, news media is losing its grip on the people. People, excuse me. But people, because nobody, unless you're like a boomer, right? Unless you're a boomer, really trust mainstream news media anymore like like nobody nobody listens to them nobody watches them nobody in in my generation i'm 27 you know anybody in my 20s and and under don't don't watch the news like we don't care about the news we don't care what they have to say and and they have lost so much credibility over the last decade also that doesn't help you know being exposed for numerous times of fabricating a lot of stories spreading misinformation and just straight up lying to the public right and treating us like we're stupid and that we will believe anything that they say and and now i will admit though there are some people (laughs) there 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 are some people that are pretty gullible but there are a good bit amount of people that want to know the truth Right. And can distinguish the difference between bullshit and what's genuine. And, and the mainstream news is about as full of bullshit as it comes. Like with that Kyle Rittenhouse case a few months ago, you know, a little bit last year, you know, they straight up lied about the entire situation and tried to make it seem like it was a racial shooting and, and even lying on Joe Rogan that he took horse dewormer to get over when he had covid when he really he took monocotyl antibodies that's that's how he got better and it's it's just so ridiculous and they are holding this l okay they are holding this l for trying to attack a person like joe rogan joe rogan like i said has no loyalties to any interest groups or any political groups anybody like that he has the biggest platform in the world his own commitment and loyalty is to the truth and to people and to have healthy conversations and on top of that the guy gets high and has done psychedelics and mushrooms and all kind like the dude is just he's just a cool regular guy who doesn't give a fuck about 
any politics or trying to be on any side. You can't sway them. So it's 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 dangerous to people who have agendas who want to just keep fucking over the American people. Right. But I'm not trying to get too political here. This is not going to be a political podcast. I can promise you that. Okay, I don't I don't give a fuck about politics. But nonetheless, though, yeah, they're holding this L because you would think that if you want to keep having the influence on the people, right? Wouldn't you want to align yourself with somebody like Joe Rogan, the biggest name in media, the biggest show, gets t- 10 times more viewership than you do? You would think that you would do that because my generation, again, we don't give a fuck about the news networks. We watch YouTube and listen to podcasts. That's where we get our information from. We don't get our information from the news. You know, that's the older generation, right? But you think they would align themselves to do that. But no, they would never because Joe Rogan actually wants to get like the truth and give alternative methods to all kinds of different things and give real helpful information. The news just wants to fucking lie to us because they want us to keep getting jabs because Pfizer made a billions of fucking dollars off of these vaccines. You know, it's, it's just they want to keep this whole COVID thing going, you know, like just the way they're fueling this nonsense in the circus with these vaccinations and everything like that. You know, it's, it's really crazy. Like there's like still acting like we need a mask and all of this and all of this bad information out here. They're trying to feed us, but the real information is out there. Like we honestly don't need to do anything, do all of that anymore. Masks, are ineffective they've been proven to be ineffective unless like cloth masks unless you have an n95 like it really doesn't matter what you put on your face okay and honestly just like a lot that joe rogan says on his show is exercise because the people that are getting infected the worst by it are elderly or people who are out of shape and obese so you know it it is what it is though We, we ain't trying to discuss covid we the people are tired of COVID. Hell, I'm tired of COVID. It's been two years, okay? Two fucking years. We all just want to go back to normal. I don't give a fuck if you wear a mask or don't. If you're vaccinated, great. If not, that's great also. Who cares? I don't I don't give a fuck. I don't care. But in closing though, again. I did not want to drag on for too long. I didn't want to make this a super long episode. This is just our first episode. I was supposed to have my my host with me, my co-host, but that did not work out. Things happen, you know? Show must go on, as they say. But Joe Rogan is winning, and he's going to keep winning because he's genuine. He has a genuine platform with real diverse conversations, useful information, and really interesting people. And he tells the truth to the people. The people have chosen. He's a man of the people. So with that being said, there's nothing that can be done or said because people who are fans of Joe Rogan, they know that Joe is not whatever they're trying to paint him to be. And I don't know. There's just this whole this whole notion that 
because you're a fan of Joe Rogan or you listen to Joe Rogan, people think that uh, everybody just listens to Joe Rogan and everything that he says and it's like they agree with him 100% of the time. That's not truly the case. But that's what they would want you to believe, right? <laughs> it's crazy, man. But again, look, I'm going to remain a fan. I'm a fan. I will remain a fan. And that that's it, man. Like, th- there's nothing that you can really do. But it does go to show. And I will say this. And this is the last thing I'll say. It does go to show how much that there is truly a cap on the American society on how big you can get. You can only get oh so big and until we take you out. You know, unless you feed into the agenda, you're not allowed to be big. At least bigger than them. And that's what happened with Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan has become, like I said, the most prominent person in media, has the biggest show in media, and there's nothing that they can do about it. But other than that, though, man, you guys... That's it, everybody. Thank you for listening, though. Again, I didn't want this episode to be super long. It's just the very first episode. Uh, hopefully, next time, my co-hosts will be here and we can give you guys much of a fuller show. But as they say in Hollywood and theater, and the show must go on, you know. But this, thank you for listening to the very first episode of Versus Unlimited. Till next time, I'll see you guys.